Welcome to the second season of Youth Theatre Art Scotland's Spotlight on the Sector. In this episode, White Ass's Lisa Williamson talks to Corin Beatty from the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland about how their organisation adapted to lockdown and the resilience of young people. Hi, Corin. Hello. Hi, thanks so much for your time today. <laughs> no, thanks for having me. I'm really pleased to be here. Uh, well, let's just get started. Tell us a wee bit about yourself and where you work and maybe a little bit about what you were doing before uh, we entered this strange time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, my name's Corin. I'm the Junior Conservatoire Coordinator for Dance, Drama, Production and Film at the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland. I suppose I am the first point of contact for all staff and students. I oversee all weekly activity and I coordinate and organise all internal and external events for Juniors DDPF. So yeah, we offer activity to approximately 300 students across six different art forms. It's first and foremost a skills development program uh, for young people between the ages of 11 to 18 uh, who want to pursue a career in the arts. But and so it's got more of a skills development focus. However, we also have our young theatre company, which is for 16 to 21 year olds and that has more of a performance and creative focus. And this year we are launching a, a company for 13 to 15 year olds, which is really exciting. And in terms of what we were doing before lockdown, I mean, we were going into our busiest time of the year. So um, April for us is, is, a, is the busiest month of the year. So that's when we do all our recruitment. So all our auditions happen uh, in April. So that's when we get to see like hundreds of young people that walk through the door and we and that would be a number of staff sitting on panels and watching all these wonderful young performers and interviewing these young people who want to pursue their, that specific art form but unfortunately uh, we couldn't see them face to face so everything had to get moved online so but so i spent the majority of april uh watching self-tapes and uh watching uh watching performers and uh interviewing young people um which was actually it was really a delight actually um getting to meet all these young people and find out why they wanted to why they wanted to join us and speak about their passion and their love for that specific art form so that was great we were also planning for our Bridge Week. So Bridge Week was, or it is, uh, it's an interdisciplinary learning week and it was adopted by the senior school about four years ago and it's essentially an opportunity and the only opportunity really for all our young people to come together and um, share practice, skills, their experience and work with other students from other art forms and um, work with professionals from different art forms. So, and it's the highlight of certainly our year and a lot of our students' years because they get to see the arts as a bigger picture. Because when you're only, you know, they're only getting to work with their peers for 30, for 30 weeks of the year and they don't see anything else or work with anybody else. So for them to experience another art form and see, oh, that's what a filmmaker does or that's what a designer does, it just gives them a bigger appreciation of the arts as a whole. So, and we, and we think that's really important for them to access that and experience that. So yes, and also planning for term three. So um, so term three is a, again a really big uh, important time of year for us. It's the one opportunity where our students get to perform 
like I said before, our program is more of a skills development program, so they don't necessarily get a chance to perform for on a bigger scale um, throughout the year. So term three is the kind of the, the gear towards that within our, so we work towards a youth arts festival and we basically commandeer the whole of the RCS for one day for all the art forms and uh, yeah, but again, we had to quickly gear shift that one and think, how are we going to do this? So, so yeah. Yeah, again, that had to be all moved online. So so that was what we were kind of up before lockdown that is what was that was what was happening so I suppose that kind of you kind of touched upon it there so then so you're working towards these kind of events as you see are like the highlight of of the year and then and then all of this happens and we're all suddenly yeah. locked down so yeah um, yes yeah, so, um, so you adapted by moving stuff online yeah um and what ch- like could you tell us a wee bit more about how how did it work and how what challenges did that present and yeah how how was that everyone's kind of dealing with it in different ways i think and have faced different things whilst they've adapted yeah. their work digitally I suppose for we all had to learn really quickly what on earth Zoom and MS Teams was. Yeah. So, I mean, if you'd asked me what Zoom was at the beginning of March, I would have been like, what? I don't know what that is. What? So, yeah, all our staff had to become very familiar with what it was to teach and how to teach online, which for some staff is a re- is brand new, total challenge. I mean, not everybody is tech savvy. So they had to completely change their content, their curriculum for, for that term so with that we had, they had to work really quickly and adapt really quickly and but I mean what was quite advanced just and fortuitous for us was we had already created an online platform for our students at the end of 2019 so uh, as a way for students and staff to engage with one another to view online video content upload work and we were already engaging with that before lockdown happened so when this happened so when lockdown eventually did happen our students were already engaging with online activities so for them to move over to completely online wasn't a huge huge shift for them So we were using a platform called Slack, which was, and we're still using it now actually, um, it is a really useful platform to use, for, especially for young people. But anyway, so we had to shift everything onto MS Teams and Zoom, but due to safeguarding reasons, we weren't permitted, because uh, we, we sit under an institution obviously, so um, we weren't permitted to use Zoom for online teaching, apart from dance. So all of our, oh. all of our teaching had to be done over MS Teams. So the thing with MS Teams is, is that you can only see up to six people at a time. They may have changed it now, but when we first started using it, it was only six people at a time. So, so to actually engage with a young person online when you can't see them is is really challenging. So, so you're having to really make sure that you're checking in with our young people, making sure that they are happy, they are they're engaged, they understand. So we had to do and for me the main I mean each and every other each and every art form has its own challenges whether that be lack of resource lack of equipment space so we've got six different art forms to look after so each we had to look at them by case by case um, basis but for me the main challenge was just making sure that all our young people were safe and were engaged in the activity because our our students come from all ranges of backgrounds, have all different ranges of resources at their disposal. So we had to make sure that they were, each and every one of them, could engage 
in the same way that everyone else could. So, and you have to just make sure that, that we are accommodating that. And I'm sure that's the same for any like company or uh, group that are working with young people online. So we had to make sure that that was, that we were on top of that. The main thing was just making sure that our young people were happy um, and checking in with them. So I know one of our staff, he was using a, a really great way of check-ins. And I th- I, I'm going to do a name drop here, Nick Barton Wines, who I believe is doing something with you guys about talking about check-ins with young people. So um, he did a, a really a great thing about at the beginning and end of each lesson, he was checking in. And it was a great way to monitor how our students were feeling and how, um, engaging with the work throughout the, the seven weeks we were working with them. So that was really helpful. Lots of challenges, but for me, it was mostly about our young people were are happy and safe and um, are uncomfortable with the, the change in working. Since moving online, what do you think, what have you noticed or, or anyone who's working with you, with you young people at, at the Conservatory, have you noticed about young people's engagement during this time? So obviously there's probably been some barriers but mm-hmm. then perhaps opportunities as well that have that have absolutely arisen in this time. So yeah, what would you say you've noticed most about young people's engagement? What I would say is like, well, given the circumstances, I think the young people have been absolutely incredible. Uh, what has mm. really proved is the resilience of young people. And not to digress too much, but somebody asked me a few weeks ago which generation I think has been hit the hardest um, through this whole thing. And at the time, I didn't really know. What, who? I thought, oh gosh, everyone's been hit badly. But actually, now that I think about it, I would def- I would say young people, those teenagers, young people, kind of yeah. at the cusp of their like their lives. They're they're going into the it's a new step. Those that are maybe leaving school that have missed out on all these kind of big moments in their lives, maybe from to from school to uh, higher education, further education, or those younger teenagers who are sitting exams. You know, they have really, I think they have really been hit hardest. And, and but the thing that has really kept them going throughout this whole thing has been the arts. Mm-hmm. So and that well, certainly our young people, and I think they have just been to you were asking them to be creative and and resourceful in their own homes at a time of uncertainty and worry so i think and they have all they've managed to do that incredibly well they've done they've done really well to do that considering like you know everything that's been happening over these past few weeks and like you say i think it's it's really highlighted what can be achieved when you think there's a restriction there, but if you look at it another way, what could be also be seen as a restriction is also seen as an opportunity. A lot of our young people have become really good film editors, and uh, because that's essentially that's what we ask them to do. So, our youth arts festival, as I was as I was saying before, that we all we moved that all online. So we um, asked all our art forms to create something to to have some sort of online content. So all our young people um, created stuff, uh, work within their own homes. And that was whether that was kind of a talking heads thing or we had young people learned a piece of choreography in their living room. We had documentaries from our film students, our production students created on a theme of a treasure island and they took all elements of production and each student focused on one area and they created this like uh, online just this 30 minute film and it was just it's just it was just incredible what they had managed to achieve.
and our acting students, our acting level three students, they were I had been working with uh, writer director Andy McGregor um, since January, and they had a piece that was basically good to go, and it was supposed to be um, performed at SYT, and um, they basically had to scrap that and start from scratch, and they created a part animation, part live film, which was brilliant, and they'd never done anything like that before, and Andy had never done anything like that before, and they said, well, let's just give it a bash and see what happens, and it was brilliant. So I think you're basically, you know, you've just asked them, all these young people, okay, this is the situation we're in, let's just give it a bash and see what happens. And that's all we were asking our students and staff to do. And But what they managed to create in those seven weeks in that, in that short time was just, it, it was brilliant. And that, it just proves the resilience of some people. And like, you know, and just that, that what you take, you try and create something, a good thing out of a bad situation. Yeah, it was a really, it was a really interesting few weeks. And it's given me perspective, it's given me a perspective as to what can actually be achieved in the future. And, you know, so, and what you'd, we would normally think, oh, we can't even, won't touch that with a barge pole. I think, actually, no, we could, we could probably, we could probably do that now. Yeah, because we've proved that we can do this. So, so definitely it's, it's given me scope to look at things differently. Yeah, definitely. And I think is that there must be something quite, in terms of the young people that you're, that you're working with, there must be something quite freeing about that opportunity in a way you know especially if you're saying about you know the group that we're working with Andy and kind of had a performance ready to go and then it's yeah. all just kind of taken away from you and so in a sense it's like well what have you got to lose what have you got to lose by trying something different like the worst thing that you could have imagined happen you know as we all know from from experience you know if you're working towards something you're so dedicated to it you're so passionate about it and then for it to just be to for it to just be gone there's probably a sense of like well let's just throw caution to the wind and try something different and it can, nothing can be as bad as, yeah. as um us having to go into lockdown i suppose absolutely so um, like you know, and you're at, you're yeah. saying to the like to these young people like you know you're not getting to do the thing that you were planning to do but here's another really great opportunity to explore and nope we've never yeah. done anything like this before so let's learn and fail together so you know and I think it, and we didn't really know what it like what it was going to be um if it was going to work and that not, well, that's not just for that particular class but you know we, they didn't know if it was going to work they didn't know if it was going to if it was going to come together luckily it did and you know they could see at the end of it um actually we can do this and we can create something that doesn't need to be a live performance so yeah it was really encouraging to see I think it just proves like the as I say the resilience of young people and um how you know they've really like their art form and their passion for it has been has really it's that I think that's what got them through so it's it's yeah it was, yeah. It, was it was a joy to see Well, for a lot of organisations, come to the end of term now, and you know, you're doing some, if people are doing some activity, that's time. What does what does planning for the future look like for you at the moment at Conservatoire? What's so uh, it's it's quite it's challenging at the moment because, as I say, we sit under a large institution, so we need to follow we need to follow policy and government guidelines and all that stuff. Um, so. Mm -hmm. um, Hopefully, it's looking to be a mixture, of a, bl a blended learning approach, so a mixture of online okay. and face-to-face -face teaching. I mean, we hope to be able to 
get our students back in to the building as soon as and at full time basis as soon as possible because at the end of the day that's what our students want that's what the staff want but I suppose what that last term has just proved though is that our students can cope and our staff can also cope with teaching online so and there is creative opportunities there and there is scope there to create something that isn't necessarily what you would normally associate with that art form it's a little bit out of the box but you know you're still creating you're still engaging with that art form and it's still it's still really interesting so I don't no matter what our students end up doing in term one um, which is I anticipate when there could be challenges no matter Mm -hmm. what they're doing we know that they're still going to be creating and working hard and doing something that they love so and that is the main thing so yeah it's 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 a bit unknown at the moment but um we're remaining positive (laughs) yeah that's all you can do isn't it that's That's all all you can do yeah yeah, waiting with bated breath for the next bit of government guidance or the next phase. I know, I know. We're just kind of we're limbo. We're like, oh, this is just we're just waiting to hear what happens. But yeah, so I'm, I'm, we're all we're all remaining really we're all remaining positive. So um, I'm holding out that it's going to be a great a great first term back. I'm sure I'm sure it will be. <laughs> things with things starting to ease what are you what are you most looking forward to um maybe for yourself personally what are you looking for forward me? to oh I can't wait mm-hmm. to just I can, do you know what I can't wait just to see my pals like properly <laughs> and like hang out and um whether that be in someone's house god you remember when we could go into people's houses um so yeah I know yeah just hang out with friends in their house or you know I'm not even that bothered about going to the pub or a restaurant you know I just want to see my mates so yeah and just hang out with them and actually get back into the office and be around my peers and yeah because I think we we work in a creative industry and I think you need creative people around you so um, as much as I've enjoyed working from home I'm ready to be back in the building I think (laughs) so nice um, yeah so, so yeah, people. I want people, Lisa. Just look at the people. Yeah, just look at the people. people. Yeah. I think, I think we can definitely all relate, relate to you there. Yeah. Um, well, brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, it was great to chat to you, Corinne, oh, and hear everything you. that's going on at RCS. Well, thank um, you. Good luck for next time. Thanks very much. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this episode of Spotlight on the Sector. To get the latest episodes or catch up on Season 1, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud. You can get more information on YTAS's work and find full transcriptions of every episode on our website at www.ytas.org.uk. Thank you.